A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro-revenge video. If you like hearing these tales of pro-revenge, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Ward Whirl. When someone tried to get you fired, but you have a reverse card. This incident blew up in March 2021 in the middle of lockdowns and stuff. It would probably be recognizable to people I work with. Hopefully they don't read the thread. It's a story about someone whose ambition was bigger than their ethics and the law and it coming back to bite them. At the time, I was working as a manager in a mid-sized business. While I was there, I was assigned a new member to my team. I'll call her Evil. Evil was in her mid-twenties and was pretty fresh out of college. She was the kind of person who would talk your ear off about all of her ideas and plans and what she was working on, but never really seemed to have anything to show for it. When I talked to her about clients complaining that she wasn't getting back to them, she would always have an excuse about how difficult they were, how snowed under she was, and how she had written an email, but it must have gotten lost in spam, so on and so forth. Basically, never her fault. It got to the point where after one of our monthly meetings, I called her in and explained that if she couldn't get her tasks done, she needed to let us know so we could help delegate resources to make sure things weren't slipping through the cracks. I'll admit, I was pretty direct. Her performance was impacting the whole team, and my job was literally to keep the team on track. I get that people can be under pressure, that there can be stuff going on at home which impacts work, and that sometimes people need a bit of help. But if every time I ask about a project, you say, yep, yep, everything's good, I've got it under control, and then it all falls apart, and your only response is to blame the client, we have a problem. I explained that I wasn't going to start formal performance management or anything like that, but from now on, I'd like her to check in with me on Monday mornings for 10 minutes to go over objectives for the week, and to check if she needed support with any of her clients. I know it isn't fun to be micromanaged, so I try to keep these check-ins short and mostly just offer assistance on stuff. She clearly hated my guts though and apparently was hatching her own pro-revenge. Now, part of my role included use of a purchasing card, which wasn't in my name but I had access to. I was given the card to basically make small purchases for the office or spend up to $500 on clients. The card was kept in an office I shared with another team manager where we both could access it when we needed it. One day, I get a call from accounts asking about a few abnormal purchases on the card. A Photoshop subscription, a couple of Uber Eats orders, an HBO subscription, etc. I say I don't know anything about them and they should check with the other team manager. Apparently, the other team manager didn't know anything about them either because after the weekend, I get called into the big boss's office. After my colleague and I had denied involvement, accounts had started calling Adobe and Uber and stuff to find out where the transactions were coming from. They said that not only were the accounts in my name, they were registered to an email address with my name in it too, i.e. o.p3 at domain.com or something. I can't describe what it felt like to be in that meeting. I felt physically sick. I couldn't work out what was happening. I was so shocked I didn't know what to say. I felt like I was about to get fired and I couldn't understand how that was even possible. 
The director was going on about how access to the card was a privilege and that I'd signed an agreement about appropriate use and so on and so forth. I denied that I'd been using it inappropriately, and the boss listened, but I could tell he wasn't that convinced. To be honest, in my head, I was gaslighting myself and worrying that I had somehow saved the card in Google and maybe my wife had been accidentally using it or something. It was terrible, and I found myself apologizing and saying, I don't know how this happened. I assure you that I know none of those expenses are appropriate uses of company funds. There must have been some kind of mistake. Can I please have the details and look into it, etc, etc. When I finally got out of that office, job still intact barely, Evil was waiting for me at my office door. She was grinning ear to ear and sweetly explained that she'd been waiting for our morning meeting. I told her something had come up and we'd do the meeting tomorrow, and she said, Oh, will you be in tomorrow? Confused because I didn't know I was in a pro-revenge threat at the time, I just replied, Yes, why would I not be in tomorrow? And she just sipped her tea and said, Oh, no reason, turned around and went back to her desk. Something felt off but I was still worrying about what had happened with the boss. So I spent the next couple of hours calling my wife, calling Adobe, and doing the same legwork that accounts had done. It had become very obvious that someone had been using my name and the company card to spend a bunch of money online. Had it been hacked or something? Personal info on the dark web and these hackers just really wanted Photoshop and Wendy's delivered? It was the Uber Eats that was her undoing. After getting on the phone and talking through what had gone on, and obviously giving my name for the account and everything, the fellow on the phone told me where the food had been delivered. It was in our city, which made me rule out straight away any notion of my data being sold online. Now I was suspicious and pissed. I didn't like to think the worst of people, but now I was. Listening to my gut, I pulled up Evil's employee information and checked her address. I pulled it up on Google Maps, dropped a pin on her place, and looked for the address Uber Eats had given me. It was the corner of her freaking block. I was furious. When she left work for the day, I got IT to give me access to her laptop. Sure enough, when I opened up her domain.com account, under her listed accounts was the email they used to frame me. There were some things she had been smart about. The IP address she had been using was the office, which would have tied back to me. She even had the food delivered to a different address. She had even made a fake email address, but saving her passwords on a work computer was a mistake. I called the boss that night and explained what I'd found, and kept the IT guy with me to support the fact that I hadn't just logged into her computer and made it all up. The next day, the boss called her into the office and fired her so bad there were red trucks lining up outside the building. When she teary-eyed left his office, I made sure I was standing in the hall sipping a cup of tea. It had gotten cold while I waited for her, but it still tasted sweet. I hope she went home that night because if she did, she would have received some nice goodbye Wendy's delivered by Uber Eats. Paid for on my personal card, of course. Revenge and justice can be the same thing, right? In the end, she was fired. The boss apologized, and we were on good terms when I left in October for a new gig. She never apologized, and I haven't seen her since. The boss decided not to get police involved, and neither did I. Just didn't want the hassle. What I'm struggling with is what was her actual motive for doing this? Was it just because they're that evil and they didn't like OP so they wanted to get them fired? Or was it just some more general sadistic thing? 
What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by an anonymous poster, getting justice internationally for a man who got away with sexual assault back home. So this was the June of 2011 that this happened over the course of just one day. One of our family friends had a younger sister in her early 20s, and it had later transpired her partner was being abusive to her for the previous year, forcing himself on her, hitting her, having her phone. These were just some of the examples I can remember, but it was clear he was a horrible piece of work. She had apparently gone to the police, but they didn't take her seriously. The extent of what she may have said to them is totally unclear. On the day this happened, he had woken up early having packed a suitcase the night before. He told her he was going away with the boys for a week. He wanted her phone to take with him, and a fight broke out, and he ended up punching her. But she was able to kick him fairly hard in the crotch, leaving him crying and in agony, and she took the chance and ran out of the house they rented. He evidently left some time later and went off to Manchester Airport for his 5.30pm flight to Berlin. She was seen by my cousin's friend, sat in McDonald's with a hoodie on, trying to cover her face, which was unusual for her to do. Seeing her in a bit of a state, the friend immediately called my cousin, who lived less than a mile away from the McDonald's, and she went over. She picked her up, and there was a big emotional breakdown of the details of what he had been doing. Later in the afternoon, there were five or six of us, including the girl, all at my cousin's house plotting away. We had various ideas, all of which were violent, I'm sure. My cousin said she wasn't waiting for him to come back, and took the details of his flight and proceeded to call Berlin Airport 30 minutes after the flight was scheduled to leave Manchester. She speaks near-perfect German due to being with a German guy since she was 21. She gave his description and mentioned he's walking funny as he has bags and bags of cocaine up his backside. She was hoping the kick in the crotch would impact his ability to walk, giving it credibility. There was something unique about a suitcase, but I can't recall exactly what it was. Suffice to say, it would aid immensely in identifying the handful of people who would match his description of age, height, clothes, etc., leaving a particular flight. She told him he had texted a friend bragging he got through Manchester Airport with no issues. At best, we'd hoped that he would take him somewhere when he landed and be searched, etc., to disrupt the start of his holiday. Turns out, that kick in the crotch was absolutely vital, as they intercepted the man walking gingerly through the gate at Berlin, as being the one who had been reported. He was strip-searched, and on some form of skin, as if Karma herself had stepped in, he actually had a condom up his backside with cocaine for him and his friends for the holiday. Girl in the story had no idea he was a user, so a great stroke of fortune for her here. He was arrested and accused of attempting to smuggle a lot more. They said he must have disposed of it after Manchester somewhere thinking he'd been rumbled and hadn't retrieved them all. They floated the idea of 10 years prison time, we think in an attempt to get a confession. In the end, he served 18 months at a prison in Germany after admitting he had smuggled the one bag and that was it. But the rumor back then was that he had 12 months knocked off due to some home office agreement. I have absolutely no idea if that part is true or not unfortunately. When he came back home, he relocated some 90 miles away. And I couldn't be sure of the last time I remember hearing anything new about him. We did mull the possibility that he moved away concerned he'd made enemies at home and maybe thought someone close to home had involvement in this. She also relocated, but to another city within Europe. 
and she has her own practice where she's a qualified grief psychologist. It isn't the sort of story we often look back on, given it was born out of complete evil, but it forever reminds me that kicking the balls can really take a man down. I'm in full agreement with OP, honestly, a very solid good kick can definitely take a man down. Needless to say, I think most people can agree, this guy got what he had coming to him. Whether you believe in karma or not, it feels like karma was served here. And our final story of the day is by Exit Live. Get me fired? Lose your day off. I was recently a store manager for a coffee chain. My assistant manager really didn't like me, as she was well experienced, but I was hired externally to be her manager. She did lots of petty things like telling my boss when I was a few minutes late, even though it was for medical reasons. She said I didn't communicate with her, but the entire store went to her with stuff they should have come to me for, as they knew her better since she'd been there longer, and she rarely told me about any of it. A few weeks ago, someone called in for a shift to her right after I'd left. She texted me telling me, saying the store was short-handed, and I would head to the store. I misread that as, I will head to the store, and told her, thank you, be careful, trying to be nice. She replies, no, I was telling you that you should head to the store. I have time off today. Like she was my boss instead of the other way around. Due to the company cutting back on labor, I was told to cut about 100 hours from a schedule that was already published. This was rough as I was trying to be fair and distribute the cuts fairly. Everyone got notifications in real time as I made the required changes. About a quarter of the staff texted me witching about the cuts, and the rest texted her. Apparently some of them worked out a plan to get me fired, where they all called HR to report everything I'd ever said or done that could be misinterpreted. They got calls from several months ago through stuff that happened last week. Nothing inaccurate. When put together, it paints a bad picture of me, even though I've been in various management roles for almost 20 years and have had maybe five employees ever that wouldn't speak highly of me. Anyway, her plan worked and I was fired Friday. This is the first time I've been fired since 2001. Early this morning, the person supervising evening shift, who hadn't heard yet, texted me that he wasn't feeling well and couldn't make it in. I told him, thanks for telling me, feel better. 20 minutes before his shift was set to begin, on my former assistant's day off, I texted her, Hey, Redacted texted me early this morning. He's sick and won't be in today. I would head to the store. Yeah, I bet it's not so fun when the tables are turned, right? Although OP got fired, probably unjustly, it must be nice being able to get just a little bit of annoying revenge in there, kind of prick them a little bit there with that make them eat a nice spoonful serving of the jerk that they were being to you, using their own arsenal back on them. In any situation, if you can pull that off, that's just about the most satisfying thing you can do. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.